Artificial intelligence has taken a turn that makes a lot of science fiction science fact. But the real artificial intelligence is found in our lawmakers and law enforcers. That's our discussion on this week's World News Brief. It's good to be with you. I'm Bob Siegel, your host for this week. The story I'm telling you is relatively new. It's big in the news. It first came to my attention, actually, last Christmas. I can't believe half a year has already gone by since this first concerned me. Last Christmas, I got to do something very special. I had done it before. At my church, I was invited for our children's ministry to come for three weeks and read out loud chapters of my novel, The Dangerous Christmas Ornament, in ages uh, kindergarten through eight. Now, adults love Love this book as well, but I did write it for kids, and I especially have always enjoyed reading it to kids. The presentation went really well all three weeks. However, during one of those weeks, something happened which pulled the wind out of my sails and destroyed my joy, the joy and fulfillment of having written a novel that's been so well received. My wife introduced me, or I should say reintroduced me, to somebody who I already knew but I hadn't seen for a while. He was working in the kids' ministry, a very intelligent person, a person with a lot of moral scruples. I want to start by saying that. And he was excited by a new advancement in artificial intelligence. He said, now computers have made that jump. They can write stories. They can compose music. They can paint pictures. He was very excited about it. I got to be honest with you. I turned to him and I said, you seem to be under the impression that you're giving me good news. I don't consider this good news. This is nightmarish. My friends, I grew up in the 60s. Some of you will remember this. It really dates me. There used to be a sitcom called My Favorite Martian. It actually preceded Bewitched. It was the prototype. It was the first time we saw somebody with supernatural powers in a television sitcom. The part was played by a great actor, Ray Walston, versatile actor. And he was playing a Martian, a Martian in human form. And they were talking about computers. Of course, back in the 60s, computers were the size of a wall and they were real to real. And in this episode, from what I recall, computers were starting to put people out of work. And I remember a Martian, just fiction, but a Martian of all people, giving a little lecture at the end of the story saying, yes, we must never get in the way of progress. Computers are wonderful things. But have you ever heard of a computer that can paint a picture or tell a story or compose music? Now, being into the arts, I always found those words very comforting. Well, not anymore. I started asking myself, is the day going to come when somebody reads some short story or novel or play that I've written and suggests that I got a computer program and wrote it that way? Well, my friends, when a person feels depressed, he immediately searches for that happy thought, that conciliatory happy thought to cheer him up. I found one, a thought that wasn't really positive. In fact, it was extremely negative, but still convenient to me personally. What do I mean by that? What I mean is I felt better, and this is very ironic, I felt better with a suspicion that this new program would be put in place by woke and politically correct programmers. Well, this turned out to be true. Bad news for the country. Good news for me. Nobody will ever confuse my writing with something that this new Hal from hell will write. 
And yet a lot of people are still excited about this. Another friend of mine wanted to give his wife a poem for their anniversary. He's not a poet. He doesn't write poetry. So he put in a request, and this is the way this works. You could ask the computer to compose a song or write a poem. You could ask it to write in the style of Shakespeare. You could ask it to write in the style of Dickens. And this guy just said, put together a romantic poem, include these elements. And he was very excited that he gave his wife a poem. Okay, now not everybody's a poet. And I can understand somebody wanting help, wanting to be romantic and wanting to be artistic when he isn't. But isn't that why we have greeting card companies? And it won't stop with greeting card companies. What about the motion picture industry? Will they stop paying screenwriters? Heck, they could stop paying actors. Even Tom Hanks is talking about the fact that long after he's dead, they could still star Tom Hanks in a movie because they'll do some kind of advancement of CGI and we'll see Tom Hanks and we'll hear Tom Hanks. And then the producers don't have to deal with temperamental artists. My friends, this is a nightmare. But once again, I was cheered up personally by the fact that my own politically incorrect positions on life and politics and news will probably never be mistaken for one of these computer programs. And it turned out I was right. I'm reading now from the Daily Mail. AI chat box, chat GPT, has taken the world by storm and reached more than 100 million users just three months after launching in November. So you see, this is already dated. Just imagine what's happened since then. But let me continue. The AI bot created by San Francisco-based company OpenAI has been trained on a massive amount of text so it can generate human-like responses to questions. But the popular technology has now been accused of being woke after a string of responses displaying a heavy left-wing bias included refusing to praise Donald Trump or argue in favor of fossil fuels. Chat GPT said praising the former U.S. president was, quote-unquote, not appropriate, despite complimenting President Joe Biden's knowledge, experience, and vision. Boy, we're really living in a world of science fiction when somebody associates knowledge, experience, and vision with Joe Biden. Anyway, I go on. I continue with this article. It also wouldn't tell a joke about women as doing so would be offensive or inappropriate, but happily told a joke about men. That was from the Daily Mail. And so, my friends, the mantle of misinformation and disinformation is passed on. What a time in our country. We wouldn't believe this stuff if we were watching it in a futuristic apocalyptic movie. Yes, our future is secure. We will continue to hear lying narratives by man and machine alike. Narratives such as the one coming from the Trump special counsel appointed by our Justice Department. Counselor Jack Smith, who says, and I quote, we have one set of laws that apply to everybody. In other words, yeah, I know Trump is a former president, but he can't be above the law. One set of laws that apply to everybody. Oh, yeah, sure. You go for it. You tell him, Jack. Yes, of course. No politician is above the law. We have equal justice under the law. We don't have one set of standards for documents at Mar-a-Logo 
and another for Joe Biden's car and garage? We don't excuse Hillary's classified emails on her private server or the destruction of evidence by smashing a Blackberry and using bleach bit on a hard drive. And when the Democratic House impeached Trump over a phone call to the Ukrainian president asking him to investigate something Biden openly bragged about doing on TV, threatening to withhold U.S. funds if an investigation into his son Hunter's dealings with Burisma were not dropped. Well, that, of course, was just good old lovable Joe. Son of a bee, Joe said. He got fired. Yes, we are a country of equal justice under the law. And they sure know all about laws in California. AB 957, which passed the state assembly, is going to see to it that courts deciding custody cases must consider whether each parent is gender affirming regarding the child in question. Another twin bill coming up could literally give the state a right to remove a child from the home if they hear the child say anything in school about their parents being unsupportive of transitioning from one sex to another. In the name of child abuse, they'll simply remove the child from the home. My God. Oh my God. What is happening to our children My friends, I understand that there are adults who struggle with their sexual identity. Without compromising the scripture, I can at least feel sympathy for their plight. But we're talking about children, little children. Children aren't coming up with these ideas. You think a kindergartner or first grader is thinking, hey, maybe I'm really a boy. Maybe I'm really a girl. Such ideas are coming from arrogant, narcissistic control freaks with an agenda. This is evil. This is pure evil. Why isn't this called child abuse? Because now if you believe boys are boys and girls are girls, if you believe women are women and men are men, you're a criminal. But then California knows all about criminals. California, where another recent law says it's now against the law for store owners to stop shoplifters. Got that? Shoplifters can't be stopped. Do the appropriate thing. Call the police. Just hope the police haven't been defunded in your area. Oh, and remember that up to $999 worth can be stolen without any arrest, even if the police do show up. All they're going to do is tally up how much they took. They don't want you to carry firearms. They don't want you to defend yourself. Instead, call the police. But of course, the police are not likely to do anything in California, and the police are not likely to do anything in New York. Vigilantes end up in jail sooner than criminals. Criminals are released without bail or released for some other cockamamie reason. Yeah, equal justice. There's sure equal justice for Daniel Penny, a vet charged with manslaughter. Why? Because he stopped Jordan Neely, a man who had a history of violent attacks, who had been arrested dozens of times, including a 2021 incident in which he socked a 67-year-old woman as she exited Bowery Station in Manhattan. The woman had a broken nose, a fractured orbital bone. According to the New York Post, Neely pleaded guilty to felony assault in exchange for a 15-month alternative to incarceration program, according to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. He was supposed to stay in a treatment facility and abstain from drugs. Well, instead, he was literally threatening people with violence when this guy took him down in a chokehold. And the very people charging the vet penny who took him down in the chokehold, they know the killing was 
was unintentional. That's why the charge is manslaughter and not murder. They know what manslaughter means. Yes, equal justice under the law. I am tempted to say that future historians will look back and call this the age of idiocy, but then they may never know our history. It's going to be written by computers. Join us again next week. The news may be better. The news may be worse, but the news will be analyzed one way or the other on World News Brief. 